Welcome to Perspectives, a podcast by Essence Learning LLC, and a place where leaders learn from leaders. Let's join today's episode. Welcome to Perspectives, a podcast by Essence Learning. So glad you're able to join us today. We have a great topic. We're going to talk about respect, the essence of respect. Uh, We have a great group of panelists here. Uh, We're just going to have an open discussion about respect, leave you hopefully with some tidbits and things that you could take away in order to make sure that respect is embedded within your organization and in really all parts of your your life. So I would like to just get started with uh, introducing our panel. Welcome, you guys. I'm so glad you're here. Thank Thank you so much for participating. Uh, Ruben, let's start with you. Can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do? And then I'd like for you to answer a question for us. Do you think respect is earned or given? Oh, gosh. Okay. (laughs) Um, My my name is Ruben Gonzalez. Um, I work in the space of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, Currently for a large global company supporting 66,000 employees across the globe. Um, and is respect earned or given? I think it's both. <laughs> so often, though, I think, you know, we need to have a little bit more compassion and give respect. Um, but I think it's a mutual way. It's it's both. So. Okay. okay. We'll talk more about that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kiki. Hello, everyone. Um, I'm Kenny Trikes, or go by the name of Kiki. I am a director of diversity, equity, and inclusion, um, and with a company that is in the food services manufacturing field. Um, I have um, found to two things with respect being earned or given. I feel like it is given at first, but when you lose respect, it's a process of earning it back. Ah, okay, great. Good, good discussion to start. Yes. How about you, Wendy? Thank you. Well, I am Wendy Abels, and I am the CEO, owner-operator of WWA Consulting. With about 30 years' experience in human resources, my company offers uh, our services to small organizations to kind of help them get started and get on their way um, to being successful. And as far as respect being earned or given, I agree with Ruben. I think it's both. Uh, and I also agree with Kiki. Um, it's according to where you are in the respect space or in the respect spectrum of a relationship with someone. So, yes, we can dive into yeah, that a little bit I more. Like I love it. <laughs> and why that's an interesting question, and it really helps to caterpillar our discussion into the essence of respect is you know, as the respect idea of respect is at the core of every relationship, right? In order to have any relationship, you have to have some level of respect. And in the workplace, respect is required. I mean, that's, you know, every human being, no matter what their differences are, what what they bring to the table, what they don't bring to the table, what they contribute and what they can't contribute, at the core is an innate responsibility to be, you know, expectation, I'm sorry, to be respected. And so when we think about uh, is respect earned or given in the workplace? Uh, oftentimes, there's people who say, you, you have to earn my respect. Uh, and then mm-hmm. there's others who say or believe that, you know, when I walk in the door, I, I demand a certain respect. And I agree with both of you. I love you. I think that at some point, it's a spectrum. You know, you start with respect and, and it grows to trust and then to esteem. And so what I'd like for us to do is just to kind of talk about what does respect look like for you? When is it I want to make sure that our leaders know that when it's tangible, uh, when it's visible, 
when I can reach out and touch and know that when respect is absent and when it's present. It's almost like breathing. You don't know that it's not there until you can't catch your breath. And all of a sudden, it's the most important thing. So as long as you're respected, as long as you're breathing, you don't really do too much or say too much. But the minute you lose your breath or you lose that respect, yes. it becomes a lot more prevalent. So you know, our, our role is to try to keep respect in the workplace, right? So let's talk about that. That's probably as much as I want to say. I would love to hear more from you on your, on your aspect and, and your uh, idea about respect. What, what, how, do you, how do you know when respect is present? I think you know from if your employees feel appreciated. Mm-hmm. I correlate respect and appreciation. It's just a feeling that they get that, you know, this person does care about me because they've gone the extra mile. They've shown that they've cared. They've had interest in my life. They understand. Or, and in a big part, they've done active listening. So they're, they've listened to me, they've responded, they have taken in my concerns. So automatically I can tell if someone's listening to me and they're, they're very empathetic about what's going on and they show interest, I can say that person does respect me. And, and they've acted upon maybe something that I've asked for. Um, and so that respect to me is in turn appreciation. They appreciate me, what I'm bringing to the table. They respect myself and my differences. And then they've acted upon that as well. So it's that action of like, I've done it. I've listened to you. I've followed through. I can show that I respect Mm -hmm. you. Um, And to tag on to that, I think when a person feels acknowledged, that literally starts um, uh, the ability for them to feel respected. Mm -hmm. Now, I think acknowledgement is the first step, but you also need to take take it to the next level of getting to know that person, Mm -hmm. getting to know something about them their culture, their experiences. But the initial acknowledgement could simply just be looking in their eyes when they speak to them, when you, you know, when you're speaking to each other. Eye contact is a huge part mm-hmm. of respect. Uh, active listening, as you said, um, you know, we talk about the attention that we give to a relationship. Um, we think about our cell phones, for instance. Mm-hmm. That is one of the ways that people can immediately feel disrespected. When you have something that can distract you from paying attention to just simply holding a conversation with a person, you know, so we have to acknowledge people for them to even, for us to even be considered to be respectful, acknowledging them. Okay, so that's kind of global, right? Mm -hmm. That's kind of a global thing to make sure that I I acknowledge you Mm -hmm. and I hear you uh, I see you. Those are kind of the fundamental needs of, of people right. to right. be seen and to be heard and to be acknowledged uh, versus to be ignored. And, not, you know, so those are the things that, you know, kind of the fundamental signs of respect. How are you, Ruben? I, you know, I, you know, I agree with everything that's being said here. We It's about really being empathetic and listening to someone. But I think there are different, I think respect is definitely a spectrum, both for the individual that is perhaps receiving it and for the one that's giving it. You know, just we're all so different and we idealize different values and perspectives. And sometimes someone might be given respect in a way that someone might see it as offensive. Um, And I think at the core though, if we're thinking about organizations, employment, places of employment, that there should be a a minimum standard, right? Table stakes, if you will, for how you're going to engage with someone and what does that respect look like? I think that's why it's so important for organizations to really speak to this aspect of respect. 
because there can be a spectrum and 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 it happens all too often every day where someone says well i, I make good right i have good intentions um and it was coming off from a place of you know of care or perhaps even they might use the term love and and so we have to try to help leaders particularly see that there is a spectrum and you know what is what does respect look like across the board but you know trying to understand individuals for how they want to be respected and i think that's why it's so important to to think about this concept of is it given or is it earned and if you're in a position of leadership i would hope that you are in a position where you feel that you are giving respect and that you never feel like you have to earn I often, uh, I often I ask the question, and, and if, if you feel that respect as a two leaders, if you feel like respect has to be earned, what do you do? How do you treat the person in the meantime? What, what is that? <laughs> What's that in between? <laughs> what do we do? Uh, and so they kind of, I'm not sure, you know, but that's one of the things that, you know, you, you, you have to start from a place of respect. Everybody we're, we as human beings um, have that right. That's just the human right uh, uh, to be respected. I love I love the, the feedback that you guys are giving. I want to kind of stretch this a little bit further to talk about respect on a time. What does it make you feel? What a, what a, what reaction and response do you you get from respect, and why that's important for our for our listeners, particularly when you when you're on a team or you are leading a team. Um, and you're just going about your day to day to get the work done. And then, you know, you think I'm demonstrating respect. I, you think that people feel respected. I want what do you feel? Uh, what do you see when respect is present? Give me some words, some feelings that that you that you feel and see when respect is present. Well, you feel the connection. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes connection is just being in the room and it's the aura of the room. Mm -hmm. It's the space that you're in. You can feel when there's tension mm -hmm. in a room mm -hmm. and you can also feel when people are comfortable. So what it feels like, it feels uh, connected. You can feel the impact of possibly even the, the success that you're making in the project that you're mm -hmm. working on. You yes. can feel the impact of Okay, we're connecting to each other. We're, we're getting mm -hmm. things done. We're open-minded. We're having those discussions. Mm -hmm. When something's not going right, so this person feels comfortable in saying, hey, right. let's stop right here. Let's do this. You can feel it when it's present because all things line mm -hmm. up. All things start to work together. And if they're not, someone feels comfortable enough to say, hey, let's mm -hmm. pause right here. Let's consider this. Mm -hmm. Awesome. I so, love that. Thank you, Wendy. Mm -hmm. I, and I completely agree with that because when you're talking about that feeling of feeling connected and yes. feeling um, able to, I feel like you're able to bring 100% of who you truly are when you live in a world of respect. And when we correlate that with diversity, equity, and inclusion, we talk about the differences that people bring to the table. We want everybody to feel comfortable bringing 100% of who they are to the workplace. Absolutely. But in order to do that, there has to be some level of respect present from the leader to the individual. Mm -hmm. And so that feeling of I can be who I am and be comfortable in my own skin and sit at the table with my leaders or with my peers because I feel that level of respect as well. Wow, awesome. 
you want to jump on that or you want us to move on, Ruben? I don't want to make sure. I think they're, I don't know that I would add a value. I think those are two tremendous. They <laughs> did a real big job with that, didn't they? I loved it. Yeah, thank you. So think about how disrespect looks. You know, we just mm -hmm. kind of talked about the, the well-oiled machine. Things really kind of align and things go to well together and people are interacting. We're being productive. We're being collaborative. We're being innovative. We're doing all of those things when we feel respected. And then all of a sudden, the air gets sucked out of the room where disrespect enters in. What is it creeps in? What does that look like? What is disrespect? It feels like? like the complete shutdown. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Nobody's yes. talking. <laughs> you listen. You can see it in the body language. Uh, uh, you can yes. You can see it in just no productivity. Everything's stagnant. You know, and it may not come out as to pinpoint exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. But it, it's a part of disrespect. Someone is not feeling 100% um, uh, of themselves. They're not able to bring everything, their authentic selves to the table. And if you've got a room full of that, then yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's, a, there's something that's going to have to happen. And a room full of that. So I could disrespect one person and someone sees it, yes. right? Yes. yes. And so that, even though I didn't disrespect you, you saw... The disrespect and then or you you tell this is such a disrespectful organization or my leader is so disrespectful and give that one example and what does that do right that's it, it moves around it's like a domino effect yes and then if it happens to one person and somebody else sees it and then yeah. they're like it can happen to me next let me right. go and tell this next person you become the disrespectful person even though they yes. may not <laughs> happen then that leader's disrespectful. Yes. And how long does that reputation follow you? Mm -hmm. That reputation of you being the disrespectful leader? And then does it follow you throughout the whole organization? Now other people know about it. How does that, no one wants to come and work for you. Exactly. And work for a leader who's disrespectful because you've gotten that reputation. And so even for the organization then, huh? That sounds like that could even spill over right. to the organization. I go out and say, well, the leaders there are disrespectful when maybe you ran into one or two. That's interesting to, to, yeah, to it, see it how that's It becomes the name of the culture. Mm -hmm. so that culture is, yes. right. That culture is disrespectful. So if we, we think about the fast spread of disrespect, does res the idea of respect, does that go as quickly? You know, do you know, I see you respect someone. Does that, does that travel quite as, um, as fiercely as disrespect does? I wish no. it would. <laughs> no, it I does wish, not. I wish it would. Good news doesn't travel as fast. I think there's a thin, there's a line between I'm a leader and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, uh, uh -huh. and it's because it's in my job title and these are the things yeah. that I'm doing to meet my job requirements. And then mm -hmm. on the other side of the line is. I treat my employees respectfully Absolutely. and I care about them. Absolutely. And so where where is that line at? And it's hard to sometimes decipher which side that leader is on mm -hmm. until you really see some tangible, actionable things come from that leader yes. where you can say, okay, this leader has gone above and beyond what they're supposed to do. And now they're being acting in that mm -hmm. moment of respect. And I think what you will see spread slowly is when you're consistent with it. Then they understand that this person really does care. This leader is really about um, inclusiveness. This leader is really about the diversity and accepting everybody mm -hmm. in their authentic self. Yeah. And so that will spread, but it would take, you know.
know, several <laughs> tangible things to occur. Uh, and people have to notice the consistency, consistency of it. And consistency. And so it, with that, when you have that consistency, do you guys agree that that time where I may have been disrespectful, it's almost give me a little grace. Oh, that's not her normal. That's not the way he normally does. So. And so, you know, and and, and if it's in a, an environment where you've created that respect that we talked about earlier, I feel a little more comfortable saying, oh, I probably shouldn't. I should have said that, or that was very disrespectful. Or I don't feel comfortable when you say things like that because you've created that environment. So people are a little bit more apt to forgive you or to approach you and let you know that what you did was unacceptable or not appreciated or offensive or disrespectful. But if it's a common di a diet or occurrence of disrespect, or even if you've done it once or twice, there's that trend. Twice is a trend in, in a lot of yeah. organizations. <laughs> twice is a trend. You did it once, they'll do it again. Right. Uh, so respect doesn't quite, you don't get quite that, that level of grace. Yeah. And so it's important for leaders to understand up front, in my opinion, if you agree that respect is so imperative. Can you think of a time when maybe you were disrespectful? That one exception. When, one well, you know, it's just interesting that, you know, I had to really think about that. And it was me simply not slowing down enough to hear someone. And and I thought I had acknowledged mm. them in their full authentic self. Mm. And I hadn't. And literally the way I felt about it was I have to make this person whole in this space again. Mm -hmm. And yes, yeah, so I had to do, you know, due diligence. I had to work harder. I had to make sure that they understood that it didn't come from a place, but I had to earn that person's, you know, respect to, for them to understand mm -hmm. that, you know, but knowing what it was, I became very intentional about mm -hmm. not letting it happen again, yeah, more right? Sensitive. A lot more sensitive to it and it, very sensitive mm -hmm. to the fact that um, as you stated earlier, respect is different for everyone. What it looks like for this person may be something totally different for this person. And I was treating it more globally. So, yeah. Anything else to add to that, team? Team of parents? I think for me, I use, I use the words, I don't care to someone. Uh, and it came out very disrespectful on my end just by saying those words. And they were telling me a story that's not even work-related, but something around their family, but it was important to them. And I used those words, and I can automatically sense the shift mm -hmm. in, the, in the face and the way that they looked. And I said, oh, hold on. You know, I should have never said that I don't care because you're talking about your family, and I don't care about you. So I think using those words, we have to be careful because words mm -hmm. hurt us yes. and they cut deeper than what we think they do. Mm -hmm. And so it's taking that time to think back and go back and say, I didn't mean to say it that right. way. And now you are in a position where you have to earn that person's respect back mm -hmm. because of just three simple words that mm -hmm. you said. And But that can make the difference in respect That's and disrespect. Really can. can you think of a time, uh, Ruben, when you were disrespectful? How did that make you feel? What was the experience? What was kind of the context around that? You know, I, I think I did one 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 particular circumstance comes to mind, and this topic of respect is really kind of hitting home. I had started a new job, and and I made some pre 
some some judgments based off of biases. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, three days in, I decided I feel I should be respected. I'm judging this individual based off of biases, and I'm not going to work here. I'm going to resign. And so I was bold, and I and I told my new boss that I was not going to work there. And the individual asked why, and I shared my perspective. And come to find out that I made some quick judgments that were false. And in fact, the individual was trying to respect me, but there was a lack of understanding and awareness. And and it allowed us to both grow. And we had a wonderful working relationships for seven years after. And what it taught me was I was just respecting this individual based off of my preconceived biases. And I almost lost an opportunity to not only grow myself, but to give someone that grace and really kind of seek to understand. And that taught me a lot. And I think from a respect perspective, you know, so often, individuals, minorities, we, we, we're, we're, we're the ones that give a lot of grace. And we always have to bring that to the forefront, unfortunately. But I think in those moments where individuals really are truly authentic, and they're just seeking to understand if we can continue to uphold that and give them a little grace, and they show us that they truly are good people, and I mean that genuinely good people, I think they deserve it. And that's where that balance of earned versus given comes into play. Yeah. Hey, but some people don't earn that. Re- some people don't deserve that respect. I'm going to say that. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Give a little grace. That's I, I'm going to steal that term from you, Ruben, that give a little grace and hanging up on my door in the morning. So when people come, I'm like, oh, are you giving a little grace this morning right. to someone? <laughs> You can have it. Uh, give it a little grace today, not today. I'm going to decide when I would respect you and when I'm not. <laughs> the, the, the messaging from leaders oftentimes is, is everything is so sensitive. People are so, I don't yeah. know what to say. I don't know how to act. I feel like I'm walking on eggshells a lot. The environment is so you know volatile right now in terms of relationships and building relationships. And you know the messaging for our leaders now is people want to be respected. That's universal Mm -hmm. language. Our work as leaders is to find out what that looks like for Mm -hmm. each individual Um, and to watch what, like Kiki was saying, their body languages and to to share your story, to be your perspective so that people can tell you whether that's true or not Uh, Mm -hmm. and challenge your own reactions to things. So I always tell leaders, you know, challenge yourself, challenge your reaction. Uh, our definition of respect is treat others with dignity, maintain their personal esteem, and then value their individuality. And Mm -hmm. so as we talk about treating others with dignity, what does that look like? That is fundamental human rights. And so we want to make sure that people are seen, heard, and acknowledged. And we talked about, then when we talked about maintaining their personal esteem, make sure people leave the same way that they came, no matter what the conversation is, you shouldn't feel less after having an interaction with me than you did when you started. So when I maintain that personal esteem, so if we think that I said I don't care or I didn't acknowledge you or I thought less of you because of my biases, you're not maintaining their esteem. You don't have to build it, but you right. need to you know, maintain it. When I walk away from you, I need to feel at least the same way I came when I left or how I think I am. I look at myself as a lion and you see me as a kitten. When I walk away, I still need to be roaring. You know, you can't, don't, don't, right. don't take me out, right? Uh, and then value their individuality. You all said that very well. Mm-hmm. You know, making sure that we look at the person individually and decide, um, I choose to respect you. I 
want to know what that looks like for you mm -hmm. and get to know them and your individuality. What does that look like? Do I want to be like, if you didn't speak to me this morning and you spoke to me nine other mornings, I'm going to just feel, well, she's having a bad day. But if nine mornings, you don't speak to me in the first, then, then all of a sudden the 10th morning, you say, hi, I'm like, oh, what's that about? <laughs> so, you know, we just got to think about the individuality of that. Do you all agree with that or have anything yeah, to add to yeah, that? I do. When you talk about treat with dignity, that rang very mm -hmm. clear with me about that. I recently saw a video on social media um, about this woman who goes and feeds the homeless every day. Mm -hmm. And when she greets them, she calls them kings and queens. And the reason she said, the reason why she does that is because they don't get treated with dignity all the time. Mm -hmm. So she can add a little bit of dignity to their life every day. That makes a difference. Mm -hmm. And I, that resonates with me because sometimes we don't think about people and the positions that they're in awesome. and we don't treat everybody mm -hmm. with dignity in the way that they should be. So when you talk about giving that respect and that right. treating with dignity, not even knowing them and, and and knowing that they're in this difficult situation, you still have the opportunity mm -hmm. to treat people with dignity and in mm -hmm. turn that gives them that that moment of respect. Because mm -hmm. somebody you don't know somebody's past, present, future, mm -hmm. and they could in the situation that they're in, but that moment of putting them into that dignity and that respect can make all the difference yeah, in the world. Like they say you don't may not remember what they did, but you'll always remember how they made you feel. Yes. And that's what respect yes. is. You know, they'll always make you always walk away knowing I dealt with Kiki and I'm not sure I can't, you know, four or five, but every time I work with her, I feel good about myself. I feel yeah. like my esteem is still maintained or I, my individuality. I don't have to put on airs. And that's what that result of respect will do. Now, what is an organization as an organization as leaders, a steady diet of that or the consistency mm -hmm. as you're talking about, Wendy, of that? What do you what can we leave with our leaders as as tips that if you. What are some of the things that they can do to get that consistency going and to be, and build, sustain, or enhance relationships um, with respect? Well, I think it's important that um, a culture is created first of culture. all, mm -hmm. that is open and that is inclusive mm -hmm. um, to every individual and to each individual. Okay. So they're all different. Making sure that it's inclusive okay. to include that. And that means getting to know your people I think, yes. um, honestly, I think focus groups, small group sessions, those yeah. types of things really are important in the workplace so that people get to know that, you know, you 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 may have some uh, introverts that don't talk to anybody. They stay to themselves. They need to feel just as valued as the person that is walking up and down the aisle speaking to everybody every morning, you know. So meet them where they are mm -hmm. individually and create that culture that they know Hey, this place is really, you know, they care about us. I like that. Mm -hmm. And don't judge them because they don't get up and walk down the aisle like exactly. they do because that's exactly. not where the comfort level is like, well, <laughs> if you really want me to, you need to, you need to act a certain way, but yes. you're saying allow them to have their own individuality and respect. That's what, how they want to be respected. Uh -huh. I, don't, I don't need to, to greet everybody in the morning, but I'm glad to see everybody, even though I don't get up and go greet them. Exactly. Awesome. Kiki, you want to add to that before we end? We're about ready to wrap this up, and I want to make sure I hear from you. Yes, sure. Um, I think for leaders and organization, I completely agree. It's that listening aspect and listening to their employees so that you can build the culture that they want and they need. Yes. Gotcha. That they need so that they can grow as well. When we get wrapped up as senior leaders in budgets and timing and um, meeting regulations, and we forget that there are people who work for the organization. They're the ones who are building the mm -hmm. culture. Mm -hmm. And so we have to really start to listen to our employees, take time 
to talk to time. the employees. That's what is needed. It's the time to talk to the employees. Come out of your office and 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 socialize. Um, I like to go on the manufacturing floor just to see what's going on, and so that they can see somebody mm -hmm. and they have the opportunity to talk, give me feedback, mm -hmm. make suggestions. So just taking that time out to really just have a conversation with someone mm -hmm. and show that you do care about them and their interests, I feel that that helps out. And that helps you create programs that they want. And in turn, people stay. Mm -hmm. People stay where they want, where they feel respected. Mm -hmm. They don't stay at places where they don't feel disrespected. Mm -hmm. They feel unheard. They will leave you. But when they feel heard, respected, valued, they will stay. Mm -hmm. You have to make that effort and awesome. put that effort in. You mentioned uh, quite a few things there at uh, the time that, that, you know, we have to figure out as leaders what that time looks like. And it doesn't have to be an inordinate, more amount, inordinate amount of time, but it needs to be some time that's dedicated towards the, the people on the floor, the people in your department, the people that, that they can see you. But you also mentioned something about development and growth, that it allows people to know that they can grow. So I, I love that that growth aspect of it as well. So taking the time to know the people and allowing them to grow from where they are. All right, we're gonna end it with you. Give us something to uh, make sure that as listeners, we can walk away with understanding the value of respect in the workplace. Um, and you know, what, what can we take away in terms of tips that we need to do uh, when we get back to the workplace? You know, I mentioned that a comment that you made earlier that so often not just leaders, but people say, oh, you know, everyone's so sensitive these days. And I just, you know, I feel like I'm walking on eggshells. And what that says to me is that we have an individual that's disconnected. They're not taking the time to understand their team. They're not taking the stand to understand their coworkers. As leaders, they're not taking the understand to, they're not taking the time to understand what are the issues that my, that my, that my workforce is going through. And and so my, my advice, my tip would be to get engaged, to have listening sessions, to lean on a strong diversity, equity, and inclusion program, and to really invest in that time to be a good listener. And, you know, this I don't expect people to understand and always agree with me. But respect is an absolute must, right? It's an, it's an ingrained human right. And, and anybody who doesn't receive that, I encourage you to find new employment because there are plenty of great organizations that will respect you for who you are. Oh, that's, that's my best tip. <laughs> best tip. Make sure you get respect. I want to I want to break out into a Aretha Franklin song really, really bad, but I won't. I'll refrain from that. Uh, but I feel like that's what we, we need to uh, remember, that any organization that wants to retain, grow, attract, retain, and grow talent at any level within the organization has to begin fundamentally with making sure respect is shown in every turn, in every policy, every practice, and every discipline across the organization. Otherwise, to Ruben's point, uh, we're going to, you're, you're, you're motivated to go somewhere else and, and, and find somewhere where people will respect and value you. So we want to retain our folks. We want to respect our folks at the most fundamental level. And you guys have given us some great insight to that, to having, just having the discussion about what respect is in your workplace is my tip. What does respect look like to you? How is respect being demonstrated to you within an organization? What are opportunities that we can improve upon that maybe we're not being uh, as attentive to your needs as we mm -hmm. should be? Ask those questions. 
uh, whether it's in a focus group, whether it's in, a, in your performance reviews, whether it's in a one-on-one -on -one session, whether you just walk in my office, I want to talk to you about, I've been thinking about this. Whatever that looks like, have that discussion about yes. what does respect look like. And it's a, yes. as, as individual as you can get it, it'd be the best. So sometimes the focus groups, I don't want to talk about it, but it's as close to individuality as you can get it. I'd love to see you have those conversations. But thank you all so much for tuning in and to joining us with the essence of respect, having that conversation. We'll be doing some more sessions about that, really doing some training around what does respect look like? Uh, how, how, do, how do we demonstrate respect? And then how do we, you know, build that ground again if we've, if we've, if we've had a, a distrustful working relationship with someone? So tune in for those uh, upcoming podcasts. And we thank you again for joining us. Thank you all guests Absolutely. for being here. You. you guys thank have been you. regulars. Um, <laughs> I, I love the returning visit. So thank you again for that. We're out. Thank you for joining Perspectives, a podcast by Essence Learning LLC. Essence Learning is your solution to personal and professional development. We partner with our clients to develop a learning strategy that will increase productivity, enhance performance, and align with their purpose and goals. For more information visit us online at essencelearning.net or call us at 1-877-657-5755.